This is the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. I'm your host, Mr. Anderson. From the Bay to L.A. and beyond, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. In the neighborhood. In the neighborhood. It is a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Won't you be mine? It's one of my favorite uh, childhood um, icons, heroes, if you want to call it, Mr. Rogers. Um, I, I did a podcast earlier this morning, but my throat was all scratchy and it was too early. So I, it's the first time I ever deleted a podcast. Um, I was grumpy and grumpy. Grumpy never makes a good podcast. That's 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 all I have to say about that. But uh, I woke up to um, one of the first messages I I scrolled down on was Saudi Guru saying that this is a perfect time for uh, the educational system um, because it seems that. We've, uh, what was this point? He said, seems like we're teaching, we're just, this is a good time to re, rethink the whole system because are we creating children so they can go right back into this, uh, this economic, I forget what he called it, but he, I should have quoted him. Um, but he's like, yeah, what do, this is a good time to get back into the spirit of, you know, teaching the children who they are and and how they're connected to the earth, and I, I totally agree with everything he had to say in the, in his uh, podcast. Maybe maybe I'll redo this podcast. I'm not sure, or maybe I'll do another podcast where he actually speaks on it, and I'll get a little quote from him. But I, I got to thinking about you know some of the things I wanted to do. Uh, to regards of a you know facility school, um, teaching, um, but you know I started thinking about my own life and um, I started thinking about what, what was I thinking? I was giving thought to the children. I mean the the children are in right now. They're they're totally in their parents. Uh, control right now. I mean, sort of. I mean, they they all have to attend school, but you know the parents have to have to watch them now on the internet. So, but it's always up to the parents. It always has been. It's just you know this is a time where now they have to play parents and. Um, I thought about, you know, my education uh, growing up as a child into my teens. The the kindergarten through sixth grade was actually, <laughs> it was actually, it was, it was pretty good. I enjoyed myself. Um, the teachers, man, they, all things considering what they were going through in the 70s, you know, me as a child and them as in, I guess they were in their 20s, 
they were in their mid-20s or, or early 30s, most of our teachers, I, I guess. Um, and uh, that means they were, they were going through the whole, they had just gone through the assassination of Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and civil, civil rights. And so for them to, you know, take on jobs as teachers of us, that was hardcore. When I think about it now, you know, now that I'm, I'm their age, probably older, um, they had a hell of a job on their hands and you could feel it in the air. The tension was thick. It was thick. It was really thick. I mean, just imagine, you know, we're, they're showing us these, these footage, you know, we would have these school assemblies, you know, for Martin Luther King day. And actually it wasn't Martin Luther King day. Cause there was no Martin Luther King day. Uh, that came about like later when, when, uh, uh, Stevie Wonder made the song Happy Birthday. Um, yeah, there was no happy, there was no Martin Luther King Day. They were just showing us, I guess, um, Martin Luther King had, had, you know, died or got killed maybe years prior, but it was so fresh for the teachers. You know, all you, all you could hear them, all you could see is them sniffling, and we didn't know who this guy was. We just, they were just like, it was Martin Luther King. He had a dream. You know, he was assassinated, you know. The white man killed him, you know. Uprising. But they kept it... <laughs> they kept it really... Uh, I don't know how they did it. I really don't know how they pulled it off. From... We could have all come out militants. Vigilantes. <laughs> and some, some of us did. You know, um... Some of us broke through barriers and became rappers and artists and basketball players and uh, scientists and scholars and whatnot. But a lot of them didn't make it out because of, you know, they were they didn't have the uh, the blueprint, you know, the follow. And that's why I was saying the other day on my podcast, you know, I am. I grew up in the church, but, you know, was it that bad? Was it really that bad? Um, No, it wasn't. It really wasn't. But it was just it was just a little too much. I mean, I like my sleep and, you know, you like one day out of the week. You just want to have one day where you can just slack off and let that be on either Saturday or Sunday. And when you're constantly, I get up, it's like it's like the military. I think that's why I just. I said I wasn't joining the military. ROTC was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> but military, it's boot camp, you know? No, it's 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 not me, you know. I I, I gotta have one day of to me. Um, and that's why I wouldn't do ROTC. But for those who didn't have that church blueprint or um you know, some form of uh, religion, you know, that was, or some kind of discipline. Uh, there were some some guys I knew who were Jehovah Witnesses, um, or their family were Jehovah Witnesses. I didn't know too many people who were in church, 
Um, yeah, I didn't, there was definitely no one in my church that I went to school with. And then when we transferred and started going to the bigger church, there was, I didn't, there was nobody there. So I, I don't know if too many people uh, that I knew went to church. I know my mom was trying to get rid of us Monday through Sunday. You know, prayer, prayers meeting, um, Bible study Wednesday, uh, choir rehearsal. I mean, any chance she could get us out. And that's just, and I, I'd tell her about that. I said, that was, it was just too much. It was too much. You, you trying to get us out the house and it wasn't about church. It was more like get out <laughs> so I can have some peace and, and have my friends over and, yeah, the kids out the house. Come on through. Bring what you got. I need a break. That's what that was about. Meanwhile, we're we're we got uncles, you know, with piercing piercing eyes, telling us we gonna go to hell every minute he get a chance to. You know, <laughs> it was disturbing. That's still you see his eyes, you know. In class, boy, you want you tell him, boy, you gonna go to you you want to go to hell? I'm like, nah, man, who wants to go to hell? Well, you better better keep your mind on the on the Lord. You keep your mind on the, in the, the the prayer book, boy. Leave them girls alone. That's around that sex. You gonna end up in hell, burning on fire, damnation. Like, good Lord, man. All right, dude. All right, jeez. <laughs> You imagine that being repeated over and over and over again on Sunday and on Wednesday and Thursday. There was a good part about, I got to speak about church, um, is the music. You know, they had this one song we would go to the, uh, we would go to, so there was my grandfather's church and it's interesting, this is Sunday and I'm talking about church. Um, it was my grandfather's church is a Baptist church, um, whatever that means, uh, Christians, Baptists. And then you had, which was confusing to me, uh, Church of Christ. Now, if you ask me to this day, I don't know what all the difference it's, you know, everybody believe in God is just like everybody's got a different path or I don't know. It's a trip because the Church of Christ allegedly don't believe in Christmas and celebrating all the holidays. However, I had aunties and who had children and sure enough, you know, I didn't see them turning down gifts, you know, or, or, or not eating that Christmas pie, you know, but they don't celebrate Christmas. That's the part I, I, I just did not get, um, and then there was a uh, Wednesday night. Um, Wednesday nights were Bible study night, but it was, for lack of better words, it was a little embarrassing. See, as I explained, I, I grew up in the, it wasn't the hood then, but it looks like the hood now. Um, but there were little apartments, about eight apartments in the complex. And I guess in the 70s, that would have been like a condo. 
style place. And um, however, uh, there was a yellow, big, big giant bus. It wasn't even yellow. It had Joy Bus on the side of it. Big old, you know, happy bus. And he used to roll through the neighborhood, West Oakland, East Oakland, North Oakland. Um, sister used to drive it, and she was she was no joke behind the wheel. I think she was a like bus driver for real, and then she would drive the the school bus on um, <laughs> on on Wednesdays, and she didn't take no crap from nobody. Woo. Anyway, um, yeah, so that bus would roll through the neighborhood, and I remember, you know, cats would have the cap sessions, and the cap sessions is, you know, when you just rank on each other and just, you know, you talk about your shoes or your pants got holes in them or whatever, you can get a, a rouse out of somebody and, and just have everybody laugh, and that's just, that's what capping is, that's what we call capping, so Oh man, it was it was not cool. We uh so the joy bus usually go down uh same route but then you know different kids would come on board, especially during uh the summer, what they call summer vacation, vacation Bible school. Yeah, it didn't end. It just didn't end. Um so which was not cool because during the summer we were in, we weren't having like summer, summer. It was always some Bible school or something, some camp. Oh my God, it's not good, not good at all. So, bus will roll up, pick us up, and you know, you just never know because they would have addresses of kids that they had to pick up, and you know, they would have the address, and you know, we toots the horn, and kids come out. And, and uh, oh man, when they went down, <laughs> when they went down my boys' block, and it was all these cats I knew I went to school with. Um, this is uh, elementary, you know, and uh, they would go down the block, and there's these guys hanging out in the streets playing basketball, doing whatever, and we're trying to, you know, brother trying to scoot down like they we don't see us, like they don't see us, like they couldn't see us. And uh, <laughs> we got caught by the by the driver. I think her name was Mildred. And she said, she was driving. She said, you know, you shouldn't be shamed to 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 know God. She got deep on this real quick. I was like, oh God, here we go, here we go. Shouldn't be shamed, be you know, know God. You know, they need to be on this bus. You know, they can be out there on the streets. You're taking out, taking out. You might as well be in the good Lord's house on a Wednesday, singing, singing, singing. I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where down in my heart? Where down in? You think I'm kidding? You think I'm making this stuff up? I'm not making this stuff up, people. You can't make this stuff up. You cannot make my life up because it's it's insane and hilarious at the same time. And uh. Yeah, so, you know, Wednesdays, uh, um, so it'd be all these kids from everywhere, all over Oakland, all over the Bay Area, well, at least East Oakland, West Oakland, North Oakland, 
and um, Church of Christ was a, a mixture of all kind of people, Asian, black, white, Chinese, you, you, you name it, everybody was there. And uh, it was, uh, what's his name, J.C. Stinnett, I think his name is J.C. Stinnett. He was a, a white Southern Baptist dude. He had a white shirt, white t-shirt, white shirt, white collar shirt with a tie, short sleeves. Booster, booster, be a booster. Don't be grouchy like a rooster. Booze. He clap his hands real loud, and he get all the kids fired up, and kids be stomping. I will never march in the whole like the whole like the whole church is just gonna cave in from us marching. It was it was insane. It was insane, man. And I think uh, one of my partners came through one time. Cause I was trying to explain to him. He's like, man, what's this about, man? What is all this about? <laughs> I said, yo, your mom's called. My mom's talking about, you know, I need to be at vacation Bible school. I said, dude, don't even trip, man. I said, you know, it's it's not that bad. I was laughing. I was trying not to laugh. <laughs> he was like, yo, why, why your mom's got to include me in? I mean, I'm just sitting out here. Chilling and hanging. Next thing you know, she's talking about, I got to get on this bus and go to vacation Bible school. He's like, dude, I am not coming back to this place. You have to do this all the time. I was like, every Wednesday. He's like, man, I get it now, man. You you my partner for life, but I ain't coming back. <laughs> I was like, oh. I said, dude, I wish I had a choice, man. I wish I had a choice. So that was funny. That was hilarious, actually. Cause he was sitting there when he saw all the kids like marching, and you know, I was like, "You got, you got to march." When they say, "I will never march and ever take pride in the cavalry, shoot the artillery, I may never spy on the enemy, cause I'm in the Lord's army." Yes, sir. Uh, I mean, can you imagine? Get your laughs out. Get your laughs out. Get it out. It's not funny. It's not that funny. Actually, it's pretty hilarious. You gotta laugh at the, the history of your life. So yeah. So and here's so here's the other thing. My um, my relatives uh, on my father's side were. Um, Mostly uh, the elders in the church. Yeah, yeah. Imagine that. Aunties everywhere. Cousins, uncle, Uncle Herman. Uncle Herman was a minister. Yeah, he was like one of those back down south. Like, don't don't even play around. Like, woo. Uncle Herman did not play around, man. He just, I mean, he just looked like he just don't play around when it comes to like the Bible and. God and he just didn't man didn't play rest his soul and um yeah he just didn't want to play with me Uncle Herman um but you know church was church was cool it was fun on some days Sundays was cool but it was a trip I was having this memory about you know me and my brother because my brother's like a year under me and 
I would sit when we start going to the the big church. You now, after my grandfather passed, we start going to this big church by uh, Mosswood Park in uh, Oakland. I think it's still around, called Evergreen. And so Evergreen was this massive church. I don't know how many people, two, three, four, five, six hundred. I don't know. It was just a whole lot of black people. Nothing but black people, too. I ain't never seen so many black people before at, at that, you know, at that time in my life. I just, I just never seen that many black people ever, ever, other than being a kid in school. And but that was kind of mixed up. You know, we had white kids and Asian kids and Filipino uh, Arabs, everybody. There's a lot of different kids in, in uh, school. But as far as church on a Sunday, I had never seen that many black people. So made me kind of uh, anxious and, and nervous, you know, because it was always, you know, I'm going to shake your hand and, um, you know, say biblical stuff to you, you know. Never be nothing just like chill and how you doing. Anyway, um, so they 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 start splitting it up because it was just way too many kids everywhere. They had the bottoms downstairs where they have classes, and they had children's church. So my brother, <laughs> he finally, he and this other cat, he finally figured it out because they would let them out early. Or they would just either leave or go to some kind of way. My brother would get out of class. They didn't have a class for me. And, um, but he had a class. No, I think my class let out or I forget how it goes. Anyway, I'd be upstairs in the balcony, you know, about to just, I guess, just listen in on some church for the Sunday. And I see my brother, you know by the hallway stairs, you know, giving me the sign, like, come on, man, let's go, let's go. I'm like, what is this dude talking about? So I go down, I go down, and like, dude, what, what are you doing? What's going on? He said, man, we about to go to MB Mall. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, come on, man, let's go, man. And Jefferson, he, so this guy Jefferson was our, uh, was the van driver, and he, he would pick us up every Sunday religiously. So he also smoked cigarettes. We figured that out. He wouldn't smoke in the van. But uh, we saw him. And I was like, oh, this guy, we, we had his routine down to a science. We knew when he'd be up there doing his deacon, and, you know, in the front. He would sometimes do security. He'll do a walk around of the building. Uh, then he'd do his cigarette breaks. And he do parking. So he was a busy deacon. He can't do, he can't keep his eyes on us and do all that. So we, we had it down to science. We started going like through Mosswood Park and to the, uh, to the mall, hanging out at the mall, getting the Orange Julius or something. And then we would have to get back in time. Um, and there was nobody at the mall because it was a Sunday. So it was, it was really nobody there. It was a few food spots that were open. Um, I think my cousin's uh, my cousin's father worked at a a uh, a suit place. It was a you get your suits there. Yeah, that's right. Robert worked at a suit place. Um, 
Yeah, so we would go to the mall, mess around, uh, and come back, hang out at the park, and we'd get back just in time to kind of slide right in when everybody's coming out. Like, oh, all right, oh, yeah, that was good, that was good. Make sure we got a program because we had to bring a broke program back. And um, we didn't know, no, we could tell, I think we could tell if, if moms was coming to church or not because... If she wasn't up by the time we were up, and all depending on the Saturday night, she wasn't coming. So we had it down to science. But because after a while, I mean, it's only so many sermons you can listen to. And it sounded like they were just having uh, this guy was just he was he. I was like, you know, there's so many verses in the Bible, but this guy preaches about the same uh, Bible verse every Sunday. It's like he didn't prepare his program the night before. He starts off talking about, you know, how his mother, you know, cooked the best food in the world. And they would be talking about food and ham hocks and corn greens and be making people hungry and they laughing and it's comedy. I'm like, what is this church? Or what is, are we in the showtime at the Apollo around here? I mean, what? Y'all might as well start. So if you ever seen Coming to America when there's a scene where the you know they're supposed to be in church or whatever, that stuff is real, man. That stuff is real. Um, so yeah, we we had to take a break, and you know every so often sneak off. Never got caught. Never got caught. Not one time. Not one time. And. Um, I'm not sure how I how I got oh I know how I got out of it my brother just became a menace to society um <laughs> literally I'm not even kidding about that um and I got a job <laughs> I couldn't wait to start working when uh when Doug that was his name when Doug came out to interview me he said Okay, uh, well, can, you, can you work on the weekends? I said, um, Saturday's not good with Saturday, but Sunday, I can work on Sunday. He's like, oh, you can work on Sunday? I said, yeah, it, it, early early as you want, I can be there. He's like, done. It's like, perfect. So I was like, dude, you can't you can't make me work on a, on a Saturday night. I'm not working on Saturday. I'll work on a Friday, but I'm not working on Saturday. But I'll come in on Sunday, you know? So he didn't schedule me for Sunday morning. He, he Sometimes he... He do a Sunday morning, and then maybe the uh, then sometimes I'll take an afternoon shift, um, you know, five or six hours. I said, "Dude, I gotta, I gotta dedicate some of this time to studying so I can have stuff done on Sunday." Oh, love that, love that. So yeah. So I had to take you down that road uh, of my past. Can make up the stuff Sundays, Sunday, Sundays, Sundays uh, in Oakland. Growing up in the seventies, that 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 was my world. So, um, you know, um, yeah, I don't know if uh, too many people can relate to you know being not. I don't know too many people in my circle. Maybe one of my boys. Yeah, Dub Miles. Uh, the Miles was in church. Choir boy, definitely choir boy. He's in church. He's the only other person I know that was in church as much as I was in church. 
and um, you know you become uh, I think there's something to be said about preacher's kid I forget what it is but uh, whatever um, whatever Anyway, for the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network, I'm your host, Mr. Anderson. If it's your first time or your last time, I'm glad you took some time to stop through. Um, The show is, things are, I've been learning so much, so much, so much to learn about uh, everything right now. It's crazy. I don't know, I don't know, man. People, um... People are a trip. People are a trip. And uh, but if you if you seek it, you attract it. You're grateful for life. You're grateful for what you have versus what you don't have. Um, I think life just gets better, you know. Uh, especially with the grateful. I have a grateful journal that I write all all the time. I write in it every day, and every time I write in, I just feel that much better about anything. So. I don't allow myself to uh, receive when I've received bad news or just news, any kind of news. I heard some not so great news um, past couple of days. Uh, friends and family, um, just not good. But um, you know, you receive it, and once you know what this what this is all about, meaning this experience, um, you just take. One day at a time. That's why I want to do these podcasts. You know, I do it because you, you just never know what's going on in the world. I know, you know, I'm I'm here for a reason. You know, I, I could have been gone three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten times. There's at least ten times I could have been taken out. <laughs> Serious, I'm not even joking about that. I'm laughing because I realize ten times. Every time I stop at five, I go, yeah, but then there was that time. Oh, and, and then that time when the, and oh, and oh, and that one. So there's been some, I've had some near, near misses where, you know, I bounce back like, oh, I'm still here. Okay, well, uh, I guess I'll go ahead and work on that project now that I've got another chance. Hallelujah. Let me do something with my time. So. That's how I look at the world, people. When you've had enough chances at things, you know, the universe is just kind of, you know, um, saying, "Look, you're needed. You're required here. You, you're, you're, you, you asked to be here. You came back, and uh, let's fulfill the mission. Let's let's do something." And uh, as I've put it out there before, uh, if you have a podcast, if you have a product or service that you think I can believe in. Uh, send me an email, ihvpnetwork at gmail.com, all one word. I'll review it. Make sure you got some contact information there, and we'll take it from there. No promises, no gimmicks, no games, no gotchas. Um, this is just uh, good energy being transferred around the earth. You know, the uh, Intelligent Human Voice podcast is on seven platforms. Uh, with a growing audience uh, across the globe, literally across the globe. So every podcast is special to me. Um, I'm just sharing tidbits of my life as we are still in this COVID pandemic uh, kind of way. It's interesting. I'm seeing a lot of people's um, uh, profiles. They're not wearing masks anymore. Um, I don't know. I'm. I look. I've 
I don't know what this is, but I'm taking precautions because um, my health is important, and I don't want I don't want to get anyone else. You know, we that's the big thing. People should not want to. If you don't understand something, you don't you don't just jump into it. You just absorb some uh, intelligent information, and so you'll be good with that. Um, I have a mask actually coming, but I always wear, I tell people I always wear a mask anyway, because I'm on my bicycle and allergies and asthma don't mix, uh, or allergies, environment, asthma, and and all that stuff uh, with the respiratory and dust and stuff in your eye. I I don't play around. So I'm, I'm usually goggled up and masked up on my bicycle anyway, um, or a scarf or a bandana. So it's no big deal for me. It's just that when <laughs> we start wearing masks, I just felt weird walking into a grocery store, you know, brother man walking to the grocery store with masks all covered eyes. You know, that's that's the usual suspect in movies and in, in real life. Oh, he was wearing glasses and a mask covering his face. We couldn't see anything. So, yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. Right. Right. All right. For the Intelligent Human Voice podcast, I'm going to shut this down. Because I got more learning. I mean, I love Adobe. Adobe is off the hook. Um, wow. 2020, especially. 2020 version, it, it's ridiculous. It's come a long ways in 20 years because I remember when it first started. So I'm, I'm talking more about that, too, because I'm, I'm getting some really awesome stuff um, done. And I would love to uh, work on a project with anyone who needs uh, graphic and um, social media marketing work. Yep, yep. Because uh, I think I've become a guru over the past, over the past six months, at least the past, yeah, definitely over the past four years. But it was just for my own experiment and, and yeah, and it worked. So I'd, I'd be willing to uh, invest in the time. If you've got the money, all right, peace.